Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. For the majority of the trials that we cover here on Law & Crime and Sidebar, usually everything remains relatively calm. But there are moments when that just doesn't happen. So we want to revisit some of these intense courtroom outbursts. And we're going to start with the trial of Scott Nelson. Scott Nelson was convicted of the murder of nanny Jennifer Fulford after he robbed a home out in Florida and then kidnapped her. And he admitted on the stand that he killed her so there wouldn't be a witness. Just such an evil, evil crime. Then it became a matter of what should be his punishment, life in prison, or the death penalty. And during the penalty phase of the trial, Roy Gravett, a federal prison expert, came on the stand and he testified that Nelson had problems with Muslim inmates while behind bars. While Mr. Nelson didn't quite like the way that he was being portrayed and he let everyone know about it. Outside the scope of this witness is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Corp, can you read back the question? Mr. Wolf, Mr. Nelson has shown no Mr. Nelson, Mr. Nelson, you need to take a moment. Mr. Nelson, you need to take a moment with your attorneys. Hold on, sir. Sir. Members of the jury, Mr. Nelson, Mr. Nelson. Mr. Nelson, Mr. Nelson, are we clear that you're going to stop talking? I need a verbal affirmative. Yes. Mr. Nelson, talk talk with your attorneys, and then your attorneys. I, I'm gonna, Mr. Nelson. Mr. Nelson, Ms. Simmons has asked for a moment to talk with you privately. I'm gonna grant her request, and you're gonna have that opportunity. You need to follow the deputy's instructions so they can facilitate this. Okay, go ahead. What makes a person a murderer? 
Are they born to kill or are they made to kill? Well, Killer Psyche Daily is a new podcast that gives you a quick 10-minute rundown every weekday on the motivations and behaviors of the criminal masterminds, psychopaths, and cold-blooded killers that you read about every day in the news. Host Candace DeLong draws on her years as an FBI agent and criminal profiler to break down these cases for you. On Killer Psyche Daily, Candace will give you insight into cases like Ryan Grantham, the actor who killed his mom, and of course, the Stockton serial killer. She's also going to invite expert guests to dive deeper into the details and share what it was like to work at Quantico. She's also going to answer some killer trivia and even host a virtual Q&A that allows you to ask her questions. It is a unique show with unique insights for all true crime followers out there. So Amazon Prime members listen to the Amazon Music exclusive podcast, Killer Psyche Daily in the Amazon Music app, and you can download the app today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. He interrupts the testimony in his seat. That is so not allowed. The attorneys can make objections. He can't say anything. And isn't it just so wild that he wants to proclaim he's not a racist? He had no problem saying he's a killer, but as long as everyone knows he's not a racist. Oh, okay. Interestingly, I should tell you that Nelson asked the jurors to give him the death penalty, and they actually sentenced him to life in prison. By the way, it's very common for defendants to not be happy with what's being said in court, either to them or about them. But that does lead me to one other outburst that almost evolved into something much worse. It is the Florida penalty trial of Bessman Okafor, the man convicted of murdering 19-year-old Alex Zaldivar, with prosecutors saying he executed the teen to prevent him from testifying. And at a Spencer hearing, which under Florida law allows defendants to present additional evidence when determining a sentence, Zaldivar's father, took the stand. And as you'll see, he makes comments directly to Okafor that the murderer didn't like. I just run, I run out of adjectives. I don't know what to say to this man anymore. But today will be the last time that we'll get to see him. But I will see you in 10 years. Objection, Your Honor. Thank you very much. Mr. 
Mr. Galavar. Mr. Galavar, now please. Please. Let's take him outside for just a moment. Mr. Asher. Can you take that photograph? So you have Mr. Zaldivar saying directly to the defendant, you're dead. And then Bessman cursing and saying, I'll show you how gangster I am. He was removed from the courtroom. And I'll tell you, if it wasn't for the special response team of Orange County Sheriff's deputies, who knows what could have happened in that courtroom. Little side note here, Okafor was sentenced to death, but that's kind of up in the air given how Florida changed their laws, which now requires a unanimous jury vote for the death penalty. But either way, what a moment. Now, sticking with the theme of angry defendants for a second, let's go to Darrell Brooks. Again, we talked about him extensively here on the program. The guy convicted of killing six people, injuring dozens of others after driving his car into a holiday parade out of Waukesha, Wisconsin. And as I've mentioned on the show before, Brooks, who decided to represent himself, got into major fights with Judge Jennifer Darrow, particularly since he would bring up irrelevant legal theories and would constantly complain that his rights were violated and he just was overly disruptive of the proceedings. And yes, the arguments got intense at times, but no point was as bad as this. I'm going to give you a little bit of a setup here. What you're about to hear and see comes off of Brooks saying that the prosecution wasn't playing fair. He made a baseless accusation that the state was coaching witnesses and he was getting more and more angry. And then this happened. So as long as the jury's out, we should probably discuss that. I would like to provide the defendant and the court with a So that had to be that had to be said. So it's the defendant. That's not how it was said. That, that was how I said. You want to run the record back? Mr. Brooks. So I'm the only one. I got one, I got one ear that work, and I heard that. This on, is man. to benefit you so that no, you not. understand Ain't none your of this to witness benefit me, so let's has be clear a prior record. Your Honor, when I leave the table, I'm away from the courtroom, and I have to elevate my voice. This is the so she alleged record of ableless con- Stop okay. talking. Come on, man. Like, I don't okay. know who y'all be thinking y'all fooling. I accept the value in terms of value. This uh, document. One more interruption and you're going to be removed to the next court. That's what you want to do anyway. It's not what I want to do. Do not interrupt Attorney Opper. So can Your you Honor, tell, I can believe he has seven prior criminal convictions via OWI second from 1997 and OWI third from 1997 and OWI fourth from 2003 criminal trespass to dwelling from 2006. Right, I need to take a break. This man right now is having a stare down with me. It's very disrespectful. He pounded his fist. Frankly, it makes me scared. Wow. I mean, when have you heard a judge stop in court because of that? He slams his fist. He just stares her down. The level of patience that Judge Darrow had during the course of these proceedings is pretty remarkable. And I said it before. I'll say it again. When people say, how come she didn't kick him out of the courtroom more? Why did she give him so much leeway? I was of the opinion that I think she wanted to ensure that she gave him every opportunity and every chance so that when he was convicted, which he was, he couldn't muster any kind of argument like the court was unfair to him. Just unbelievable. By the way, one more angry defendant that we have to address, Alex Jones. Now, Again, another case we've talked a lot about here on Sidebar. Well, Alex Jones had two trials that we covered, one in Texas and one in Connecticut. The InfoWars host was sued over comments that he made that the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting was fake and that it was staged. And when he testified in his first trial in Texas, he took the stand and said that he didn't intend to harm anyone. He seemed almost apologetic. 
says that the shooting was 100% real, but then after being hit with an almost $50 million judgment, you have to wonder if something changed because when his Connecticut trial happened later, some would say perhaps the real Alex Jones came out or at the very least a different side of Alex Jones. That's Robbie Parker, isn't it, Mr. Jones? It is. That's the real Robbie Parker, isn't it? I mean, I said years ago, I thought something would happen. Robbie Parker's sitting right here. He's real, isn't he? Yes. And for years, you put a target on his back, didn't you? Objection in the form of that judge. Well, I mean, I... I didn't you? I admit it, I've said his name. It's true. I haven't said other people's names, but they are. You put a target on his back, just like you did every single parent and loved one sitting here, didn't you? No, I didn't. No, you didn't. That's argumentative. There's no... It's speculative. There is no foundation for it. And it's inappropriate to this these are real people. You know that, Mr. Jones? I think you just told them to move on. Just like all the Iraqis, but you liberals kill and love. It's just, you're unbelievable. You switch on emotions on and off when you want. You're, it's just ambulance chasing. Why don't you show a little respect? Objection, Judge. I think that you get what you give in this courtroom. Objection. You have families in this courtroom here that lost children, sisters, wives. Moms, this is a struggle session. Are we in China? I've already said I'm sorry hundreds of times, and, I, and I'm done saying I'm sorry. I didn't regenerate this. I wasn't the first person to say it. American gun owners didn't like being blamed for this, as the left did. So we rejected it mentally and said it must not be true. And but I legitimately thought it might have been staged, and I stand by that. And I don't apologize for and, it. And, and don't apologize, Mr. Jones. Please don't apologize. No, I've already apologized to the parents over because and over again. We know you're I don't objection. apologize to you. Objection. Don't apologize objection. to you. You're going to do it again. Objection, Judge. Aren't you? Objection. No, I'm not. Objection, argument. Don't apologize objection. to you. Well, it's hard for me to get a word in edgewise. It is, but because I think you're there's client. one officer of the court and one witness, or witness and so an officer of the court heard the objection. And I can't rule on your attorney's. Now, I will tell you, I'm not sure him acting any different would have changed the outcome of in this case, he was hit with an almost $1 billion damages judgment. But what this part does is it really highlights some of the things that Jones was saying on his program. And some believe that this was all an act, that he was really pacifying his audience of followers, that this was all a show trial for him. And he was just trying to stand up to his enemies. All right. I couldn't talk about the most memorable courtroom outbursts without talking about one that is unlike anything else. This was during the sentencing hearing for Larry Nassar, the former physician for the USA Gymnastics and Michigan State University who sexually abused hundreds of girls. Well, during a sentencing hearing out in Michigan, Randall Margraves, the father of three girls who were abused by Larry Nassar, asked the judge for a favor. And as you'll see, things erupt into chaos. Judge, what up? Distraught father, have a chance to say something. Mm. You saw the. We, we, we don't want to swear. We don't want to have profanity. I can't imagine the anger and the anxiety and the feeling of wanting retribution. And if you need to say something to help you, I'm more than willing to let you say something. But in a courtroom, we, try, we don't use profanity, but if you have some words that you would like to say, I would like to give you the opportunity to say I would ask you to, as part of this sentencing, to grant me five minutes in a locked room with this <laughs> demon. Would you do that? 
not yes or no? No, sir. Would you give me one minute? You know that I can't do that. That's not how it is. Well, I'm going to have to get What if this happened to you guys? Yeah, I've never seen that before. That's why courtroom deputies are so important. In fact, the judge had to weigh whether imposing a contempt of court charge on him, and she ultimately denied doing so given the circumstances of the case. Margraves did apologize to the court. He said, I lost control. I apologized a hundred times. I'm definitely calmed down. I'm embarrassed. I'm not here to upstage my daughters. I'm here to help them heal. So yes, completely wrong for him to do, but also completely understandable why he chose to do that. All right, everybody, that's all we have for you. Thank you so much for joining us here on Sidebar. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jesse Weber. I'll speak to you next time.